Welcome to the Female Physician Entrepreneurs Podcast. This podcast is actually a spin-off of a Facebook group. My name is Sharon McLaughlin. I created that Facebook group for female physicians so that they would have a place to come and learn about business, to network, and to grow. And we've done just that. So if you're interested, take a look at our show notes for our website, as well as a direct link to the Facebook group. This podcast is going to be about everything business. So let's listen along as we hear about tips to help grow our business. Before we get started, let me tell you about a digital marketing platform I've been using. It is where I host my website. So it has a website capability with very fast loading speed. It has a funnel builder. It has an e-commerce where I can sell my products. It has WordPress hosting, a chat builder where I can talk to customers, has a webinar platform, has an e-learning where I can do, create my courses. It has an app builder if you wanted to do a mobile app. It has a directory builder, has a booking app where people can book appointments with me, has an autoresponder where I can send out emails. It also has professional email creation, such as Sharon at Sharon Mac Wellness. It has social proof pop-ups when, where people buy. It pops up on your website or landing pages has the ability to do text messaging and telegram funnels, CRM, so you can keep track of your customers as they're on your website, a script generator, a magazine builder, a mock-up studio, 3D photo ability, video builder, a floating video, a video wrapper, video tags, video funnel builder, video hosting, and design resources so you could really bring your website to life. It also has a marketplace where you can sell your products to different people on the platform, as well as a web agency. So if you wanted to create a website agency, you can certainly do that. And they also have SEO reporting. You can try all of these tools for a dollar for 30 days. I'll put the link down below. Let's get on with our program for today. Hey guys, how are you doing today? Today I have Dr. Yashoder. Dr. Yashoder is a physician specializing in integrative medicine, which is a holistic approach to healthcare the whole body approach to, you know, wellness and health. And then she's going to be talking about how she got into money management. So Dr. Shoda, do you mind? Thanks so much for being here today. Dr. Shoda lives in Hawaii. If you guys are not following her, follow her because her view from her, I guess this is your house that you always show. It is yes. spectacular. I see the sunset, sunrises, I'm not sure, but they're just gorgeous pictures with the mountains in the background that like magazine worthy, like the cover. So thank you for always inspiring us. I always look forward to your post. First of all, thank you, Sharon, for having me on. I really appreciate you um, inviting me to be a guest and you've done such amazing work for us as physicians. Um, so yeah, so I do live in Hawaii. I live in Kona and uh, those are sunsets because we are on the you know west side. Um, I moved here about maybe about three years ago, well, two and a, a little under three years ago. I used to live in Washington state and I was a hospitalist, <clears throat> excuse me. And uh, yeah, my special interest is actually lifestyle medicine. I'm, t I'm taking the boards this Saturday and I'm kind of stressing about it like we always do. <laughs> Um, but thank you for having me on. You started an integrative medicine group, right? That's your Facebook. No, lifestyle medicine. 
I started a lifestyle medicine group. It's, yeah. it's a large group for physicians and they're all talking about the boards right now. So I'm learning so much. Like they're posting like nice. I'm like, wow, this is like a great post to share. You know, this is what I keep saying. This is a good social media post because I'm always looking at it from the angle of content and where we get our content from. But some people have like taken the time to do different colors and drawings. I'm like, this is it's really pretty. No. I know. We actually, so I actually started the original lifestyle medicine group for physicians about <clears throat> three years ago when I found out about lifestyle medicine because I where I was there was nobody else who knew it and they were like what is this lifestyle medicine thing you keep talking about right and now it's grown to more than 1800 people and we have like four moderators and we're actually adding on another or one or two more people but then I also created a separate subset of for a study group just for this exam which I think we have about 200 people and people have been great. They've been like self-forming into study groups and putting questions out there. And, you know, we're really trying to support each other to get through these exams this, this uh, coming weekend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, be great. All right. So explain to me the difference between integrative medicine and lifestyle medicine. So I think there's overlap, just like there is, I think, in most things. Um, lifestyle medicine basically uh, follows six pillars of health which is, uh, you know, a predominantly whole food plant-based diet, um, exercise, stress reduction, right, which also includes mindfulness and um, decreased use of tobacco or, you know, eliminate tobacco use, decreased use of alcohol, um, social, um, social connections, which we know is, you know, very important. What am I forgetting? Sleep. Yeah. So the way I look at it, yeah, six pillars and integrative is, I guess it's a little separate, right, where you're kind of really looking at all these other like mind body medicine and stuff coming in so there is there is overlap the principles are pretty much the same um lifestyle medicine likes to pride itself on very much evidence-based medicine we're actually ne needing to review a lot of studies like the lion heart trial and you know the dean ornish study he did um it's called geminal study with prostate cancer you know reversal of coronary artery disease so there's a fair amount of studies now they're not as big and as robust as you would see with our pharmaceuticals, obviously, because, you know, we don't have, like Dr. Gregor likes to say, we don't have a broccoli foundation, right? So there's not that much money in nutritional studies, but with whatever there is, the evidence is pretty strong around a whole food plant-based or a Mediterranean diet to reverse diabetes, obesity, coronary artery disease, autoimmune disorders, et cetera. So, you know, having been an internist with a hospitalist background, working for a Kaiser-like um, organization, I'm very much about the evidence. So there's a lot of evidence around this. So it's good. I'm glad you pointed out Dr. Gregor and Dr. Dino Ornish. Dino yes. had done, Dr. Dino Ornish had done studies. Was it the late 70s, 80s? I'm not even sure of the dates of them, but he was one of the first that I know of that started really looking into this. And as far as doing what we call consider like the double blind or just good studies, you know, that are science-backed. So thanks for inviting them out. Yeah. All right. How did you get into this money mindset? Oh, <laughs> so, you know, I, so I retired from medicine or at least I thought I'd retired and moved to Hawaii. And like I said, about three years ago, worked at a, a skilled nursing facility for a little bit. And then, um, you know, this year I jumped on board when COVID hit and did a lot of telemedicine and started studying for the lifestyle medicine boards. And what I realized is we don't talk about money. You know, it's, it's really interesting, right? Like when we, like 
how many patients that we've told them to do what we think is necessary for their health, but they're unable to do it because of financial reasons, right? So either if I keep telling them, you know, eat a whole food plant-based diet, and there are people who want to change their diet, but they're like, I can't afford it. I can't afford organic. I can't afford, you know, I can't afford what you're telling me to do. Um, and then how many of our patients we know have skipped taking medications or cut back on their insulin because they can't afford medications? And it just came to me as an aha moment. I'm like, you know, even amongst us physicians, right? Especially with COVID and furloughs and people needing to take pay cuts. It's like, what is our relationship with money? Do we like, have, has anybody sat down to really think about it? And I realized I hadn't, you know, mm -hmm. I just, I would go to work, I get my paycheck, I was spend the money. I didn't have any kind of a budget or anything. And I was lucky I didn't have any debt because I, you know, went to medical school in India. But now I think, and I'm like, this is crazy. Like we really, it's, it's such an important topic. Like we're even willing to talk about sex before we're willing to talk about money, you know, <laughs> in, in a way, right? There's this idea and, and there's such mixed messages we get as, we, as we're growing up. So anyway, so I dug into it and I realized that, you know, we tend to make money decisions from our emotional brain more so than our thinking brain. And when you ask, you know, and this, I would hear this in the hospital all the time. Oh, if I just won the lottery, I would quit my job, right? Like people are burning out. And yet we have these golden handcuffs, right? We're like, I have this family to support. I was the primary breadwinner as well, right? And I'm like, I need to pay for health insurance, for, you know, for my kids, blah, blah, blah. Or I have to pay for their college, whatever. And so I thought, you know, it's the seventh pillar. It's the seventh pillar of wellness. We do not talk about it. We should be. But I think it's the underpinning of what everything else is stacked upon. And this good science, right? We know about 75 to 80% of visits to a primary care doctor's office is from stress. Now, if you ask people, what is your source of stress? I mean, right now, let's be honest, Sharon, today's election day, right? A lot of stress in the country, right? So that's, that's a situational stress. For the most part, though, it's career or job, which means it's about money. It's relationships. A lot of relationships fail. I mean, it's, one or, it's the number one or number two cause of divorce is money, right? And even like when you're in that lovey-dovey phase, you talk about everything, but how many couples actually do like money talk? You know, it's like, oh, we'll figure it out later, right? And right. then it's like, do we keep separate accounts? Do we merge our money? You know, there's, there's all this tension around money. And so my sort of take on money mindset coaching is we look at where you got those behaviors. Like how did you develop whatever ideas you have about money by looking at, we, we do a very thorough money bio. It's a money questionnaire, you know, childhood wiring, if you will, is a lot right from our families of origin, what they spenders, what the savers, what were the messages you were getting as, as a child? And that's affecting your relationship with money as an adult. Um, couples coaching is actually very popular among the money coaching circles because you bring both stories together, right? Um, so that's where this all started. And I did a, you know, I, I have a certification now as a money mindset coach. So it's not financial advice. It's not telling people, hey, I'm going to show you how to make a million dollars in six weeks. It's really saying, can we be mindful right because it's mindfulness very much involved and then content you know to me happiness equals contentment i think that's what made me honestly that's what made me walk away from medicine is when my husband literally showed his excel spreadsheet and said listen we are not going to starve to death okay if you're that miserable in your job please quit look he had to literally show me because i was 
totally unaware of how much money we had saved or anything. And I still remember the sense of relief when I saw that figure and I thought, oh my God, yeah, we're going to be okay. You know, money is security, right? I mean, for me, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and the other thing I would say, you know, there are some people who go, I don't want to think about money. Money is evil. But this is what I ask people. When you have money, you can do good in the world, right? Like if you want to create a nonprofit, you want to, you know, um, you want to uh, contribute to your favorite charity, you want to go out there and do great things in the world, how much nicer it is to have that money and just spend, you know, look at like, like Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, for example. They don't have to ask anybody for money. They're like, hey, we're going to go eradicate polio in Africa, <laughs> right? So that altruism can also be there. I mean, I contribute a lot to like orphanages in India. You know, that's my sort of thing. And I feel good about it because I don't have to worry about my basic needs being met, right? Like that's at Maslow's hierarchy. Once our basic needs are met, then we can we achieve those higher levels of like spirituality, if you will. So I think money is good. I think money is a tool. You know, I tell people it's like a knife. You can either use it to stab somebody or you can use it to cut an apple and, you know, eat healthy food. Um, so anyway, that, sorry, very no. long-winded, but uh, <laughs> it's it's great work. I mean, it's great work. Um, so that yeah, that's money mindset coaching. Yeah, I saw Dr. Shoda mentioned this before. Dr. Shoda was living in Washington State, as she mentioned, and now she's living in Hawaii. And so when you say, well, "How did that happen?" she says, "I just got on a plane and I went." So honestly, it was more than that. Tell us, tell us that story. Really, like people talk about, I want to retire in Hawaii. I want to live in Hawaii. How did you how did you make that? come to be oh man I tell you Sharon you know I tell people even five years ago I was such a different person than than what I am today so um so I hadn't heard about lifestyle medicine and all of this right like just beauty internal medicine and then I I did this course it's called uh, the whole health medicine institute with Lisa Rankin and it really is a course it's a heal, heal the healer course um, anyway, so I met this other friend. We had this mastermind group. We got really close. In fact, we still stay in touch. And we were looking for a CME to go to. And she said, well, how about lifestyle medicine? I'm like, what the heck is that, right? And anyway, we go there and um, I get totally bought. I'm like, this is it, right? I go plant-based. I lose 15 pounds. I feel great. Anyway, so then um, when I was starting, you know, I, I was going through burnout for a long time before that, and I had decided I was done. So in 2017, I went to a, a, actually, was it the same? Yeah, that was the same. That was the same. I went to a different conference that year, and I met this dietitian from, from, um, from Hawaii. And it's a long story, and I won't bore you with the details, but seriously, it was synchronicity. There were like 1,200 people, and the chances of me meeting her was so small. But I just casually said, I said, hey, I'm you know, quitting this job. I'm thinking of retiring, moving to Hawaii. And she's like, totally, you should. Um, and so we stayed in touch, and then we came out like January 2018, spent two weeks here. We'd been to the Big Island before, like once a long time for some conference. And we loved it. And my husband was like, let's just move. I'm like, yeah, I'm tired of the weather in Washington anyway. So, so, but yeah, so then I was like, oh, maybe I should find another job. And then I, you know, went online, even the skilled nursing facility job, it just literally fell in my lap, to be honest with you. And, and so, yeah, we packed our suitcases and moved. We just left the house in Olympia the way it was. <laughs> Yeah, and we we rented a condo for about six months, you know, look for houses and stuff. And then we found this beautiful house and just bought it. Um, and then I just recently sold my house in Olympia. So again, I at the point, I, okay, I don't want to, you know, belabor the point, but here's the thing, right? I yeah. didn't have debt. 
right? I had zero, I, I don't think we've ever paid a single dollar on a credit card. I use my credit card to get miles, you know? And I think I lead a pretty amazing life, to be honest with you, right? We traveled a ton before COVID. I've been like all over the world, um, you know, very simple frugalistic needs. My husband grows a lot of our produce. Since we're plant-based, we don't buy the five or $6 gallon milk, right? We don't buy meat, we don't buy eggs. Um, it is possible. We are actually spending less here in Hawaii than we did on the mainland. That's amazing because I hear it's really expensive. Like I've been, but I, you know, it's, it is expensive for a vacation. Right. It but. is expensive for vacation. Yeah. But I mean, our property taxes are lower here than what we were paying in Olympia. Um, you know, utility, because we live about 1900 feet um, above sea level. It's perfect weather year round. I have no air conditioning. I have a couple of fans. I don't need heating up here. You know, it's just it's just like you can think about what you want, right? And then it's sort of like, okay, how do, how do you develop that? How do you plan for that? But again, I, money is so important. If we don't look at it, then, you know, then you're like 65 and you're like, oh, my God, I don't have enough saved for retirement or whatever. Um, and I became very involved in the FIRE movement, you know, the financially independent retired early about three years ago. Um, I really did all the studying. I listened to every goddamn podcast there is out there. Um, and I, I feel like I have a much better sense of our money situation now. Um, and it, it, I don't know, it lets me sleep at night. It really does. Um, so I think it's important. I think we should all face it. <laughs> I love the idea of couples therapy. You know, something I never spoke about with Bob when we got together was the money. You know, interesting. Yeah. We're not good. We're both, you know, honestly, I could not have matched any better as far in that regard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can tell you that we had a lot of tension in our 30 year marriage around money because we'd never done money work. And my husband, you know, he's a he's a saver and I'm a spender and we clashed a lot. I'll be honest. You know, now after 31 years, you're like, go with the flow. And now that he's realized we have enough money too, like, you know, I'll go. I'm, I told my, I told him, I'm like, I'm getting massages at least twice a month, if not more. I'm going to get, you know, pedicure. Like, that's my stuff, right? Like, I don't like, like buying a ton of clothes and shoes I used to. Now it's like, oh my God, I, is this too much to take care of? And in Hawaii, everybody hangs out in shorts and, and t-shirts anyway. <laughs> You know, so, um, so yeah, I think it's prioritizing what brings us joy, what brings us happiness. And then how do you like, you know, I don't even use the word budget anymore. I talk to my clients about spending plans, which just makes it so much more fun, right? It's like, what are your oh, fixed costs? Yeah. And then what are your analogies? Spending plans. Let's make a spending plan. Yeah, let's, let's have a spending plan. It just sounds so much better. <laughs> We work hard for our money, right? So why not like enjoy it, have a good relationship with it? You know, I, I think that's that's crucial to have a good life, really. Yeah. Tell me, as far as looking back, would you have done anything differently with your path? You know, uh, maybe gotten coaching earlier. <laughs> I did have to, I, I did go and get therapy for my burnout. I was just so crisp. I was crisp really I was trapped I remember feeling how my, all the creativity juices had dried up in me you know and and it's, it wasn't the job's fault Sharon honestly when I hear some of like so many doctors are reaching out to me they're like oh my god I don't know what to do and I realized that my work situation probably was not half as bad as a lot of the stories we hear now but it was just something that didn't work for me you know and I, I had to get over that guilt and shame and embarrassment around that right 
But the reality of it is I realized that if it, if it hadn't been for that, I wouldn't be where I am today. And my passion is to help, is really to help physicians. I'll be honest with you. Like I want to coach physicians who are right there on the, you know, on the cusp of being burnt out, but looking at it from a different angle, right? And saying, not saying like leave medicine and move to Hawaii or whatever, each one has their own dream and how can we make that dream happen? And a very practical aspect of it is money. You know, that's, it's, it, it is what it is. We got to address that. And I'm not saying it's the only one, obviously, but if we start there. So the other thing I'm finding with this particular program, I've coached about five, six people now, is it actually takes you into other aspects of our lives as well, right? When you start digging into your memories and bring stuff up, um, and then you can actually see how they, they change. We, I have this thing called a money type quiz, and I would invite people to go to my website and take it. I can give you the link. It's just yashodabaskarmd.com, and there's a money quiz, and it, it's basically based on archetypes. So it's like, I think, 33 words, and it, it'll put you in this, in this archetypal pattern based on your money behavior. And then that's what the whole coaching program that I offer is based on, where we say, how can we increase your magician and warrior? Because those are your two strengths, if you will, and decrease maybe the innocent, the fool, the creator artist. You know, you want a little bit creator artist in there. So it's a, it's a kind of a play and it's kind of fun to do, but people get it. They're like, wow, I see where I was and where, you know, and where I got to, like within that four or five weeks that I coached them. So I would have gotten coaching earlier, I guess, is my short answer to your question. <laughs> I'm sorry. I apologize. All of this is there really golden nuggets. Great call. So thank you. Yeah. Going forward, what's the plan? What do you think in the next couple oh, of years? Oh, I want to. So one of the things that I want to do is protect myself, right? Like as physicians, we jump into stuff and then we're like, oh, I bit up more than I can chew. I want to be coaching maybe 20, 25 hours a week. I'm so excited to be hopefully getting my lifestyle medicine board certification this Saturday, because I think that's important. Uh, Self-care, right? I said seven pillars. And so for my coaching clients, I would like to incorporate those seven, whatever those pillars might be that we, that we can talk about how to optimize, right? Um, because we need to take care of ourselves first. I mean, that whole thing about wear our oxygen mask first, you know, fill up your cup first. I mean, we've heard all these things before. And it's worked for me. Like, that's what worked for me. And I just have this clarity of mind, this enthusiasm. Like, people are like, wait, you retired. I'm like, yeah, but I'm 55 and I have so much to give the world, right? Um, and so for me, I, I do want to do that. I'm going to be holding um, money coaching circles. My first one actually oversold in november so i'm running two side by side which is kind of crazy and i shouldn't be doing it but i was like i'm too excited i have 12 people on board i'm going to just do it but i'm hoping to offer those at least three or four times during the year but one-on-one -on -one coaching is really what i'm absolutely rapidly hoping to do i have a few few clients right now who are actually even paying me they're not physicians and i'm hoping that the physicians can see the value of what i'm offering um, but yeah, that's my plan is, you know, work about 20, 25 hours a week, do it remotely and, um, you know, push further the lifestyle medicine movement as well, um, because I'm passionate about that. Yeah. Passionate about everything. I can see that. Yeah. Absolutely. You should be catering to, you know, physicians. They need the help. I see it in our group so often. So I'm glad you're doing this type of work and thank you because it'll help them get, you know, more on track. Yes. I hope so. Yeah, I think when you get all those pieces in place, 
um, you, you can have the life you want. I mean, we, we can, right? We're smart, we're intelligent, we're hardworking. This is what I always say about it. That's why I like to work with physicians too, is, you know, we have that integrity. We have, you know, that ethical sort of look towards life. And we, we're willing to put in the work. I mean, that's, it's amazing, you know? Um, so, and, you know, and finances, it was interesting. So the person that I did my coaching under, she said, what happens with physicians, we tend to be fairly trusting when it comes to money. Like, I'm sure you, we've all heard these stories of, you know, physicians, unfortunately, their office managers stealing their money or, you know, getting their job. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So the cash just goes and nobody knows where it went, but it went. Where it went. Yeah. Yeah. So that's another important aspect is that we, we, te- we need to sort of mind our house there as well, because we're, we're working hard for our money and we shouldn't be robbed of it. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on today, Dr. Yashoda. So if people want to reach out to you, I know you mentioned the website. Could you just, you know, as far as your social media channels that you have, as well as your website? Yeah. So uh, my website is uh, com. So it's yashodabaskarmd.com. Um, Facebook, I'm just Yashoda Baskar. I have just a personal page. I mean, I kind of have a business page that I don't really use. People can reach out to me, DM me, whatever. And yeah, on Instagram too, I'm just, just Yashoda Baskar MD. Um, so you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and my website. But I encourage people to take the money quiz. It is a no obligation. I get the results. And then there's a little checkbox if they want like a complimentary consultation. I mean, it's all there on my website of how to get get a hold of me. It's just a fun exercise, too. You know, people reach out. They're like, what does that mean that I'm 70% innocent? I'm like, yeah, this is what it means. <laughs> yeah. So, but thank you so much, Sharon, for giving me um, the time and the opportunity to be with this lovely group. And you do such amazing work. I think you have 48 hours in the day or something. You have some magic. I don't know. <laughs> no, we each have a certain amount of time. So it's prioritizing and what there's some things I had to cut out some things I kind of do half fast there's just not enough time and then some things I'm truly dedicated to so that's how that yes. works I like that it's very mindful <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> thank you so much thank you for joining us on another episode of female physician entrepreneurs podcast if you like us please give us a nice review and tell your family and friends about us We'll see you on another episode.